Lesson 12, Courage. To develop magnetism as a leader, one of the most essential attitudes is courage. And yet, it's something that uh, many people can't even imagine for themselves. They tend to be so full of fear. Fearfulness is one of the qualities that are uh, among the greatest problems that people face. So let's address fear before we address courage. Why are people fearful? There's a lovely story in Alice Through the Looking Glass by Lewis Carroll in which the people all live backwards in time. And there's somebody, it's been so many years since I read it that I don't remember for sure, but it may have been the White Queen, anyway, sitting in a boat, and suddenly she's saying, oh, 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 and Alice says, what's the matter? And she says, oh, I'm going to prick myself, because she's living backwards in time. She knows that this is going to happen. And so she's all upset. And finally she stops feeling badly, and Alice says, well, how come, how come you're, you're uh, feeling well now? Oh, I pricked myself. Well, you know, many times the things that we're afraid of, when they really happen, aren't all that bad. You can pick up the pieces. I think one thing to help you to help a person, I should say, I don't mean you in this case, but anyone who happens to be uh, subject to fear, one way to overcome fear is mentally to visualize the worst that could happen. I had this experience as a public speaker in the beginning that I used to be worried that people would think I was stupid. And so I told myself, well, after all, uh, maybe I am stupid. And if I am, then what's the harm in their finding it out? And if I'm not, and they think I am, then they'll just be wrong, so what does it matter? And so I, I confronted in my mind the thought of their their uh, uh, negative impression of me and realized that I could handle it and then I no longer had any fear of it. I could be perfectly relaxed and whatever they thought of me, it was perfectly fine by me because only truth is what really matters anyway. And if they're right, then I might as well know it and I might as well not try to hide it. And if they're wrong, then it just doesn't matter. Another thing I used to have was a recurring dream of lecturing to a large audience and people getting up like... Uh, Haydn's Farewell Symphony, getting up one by one until nobody's left on the, on the floor. And uh, I actually lived through an experience of that type where I was in a lecture situation where I knew that there was just no point in having a public lecture because the person organizing it had no idea how to organize a public lecture, but she was so insistent and I, I was going up there just to be with a small group and then going on to another uh, group in another city. But she was so insistent that I uh, thought, all right, I'll go along with the gag. And of course, nobody came except her relatives and a couple of people who used to be a part of her function there. And somebody used to sometimes come around as a guest. And there were children sitting in the front row squirming. There was somebody sitting two rows back, uh, sort of looking, reading a little book surreptitiously. Another one kept looking at his watch and shaking it. Two others kept whispering. And most of these people were just relatives who had come out of a grim sense of loyalty to this organizer. And I don't think I've ever worked so hard to interest an audience as I did then. Not because I actually wanted to, but more because I took it as a challenge. And uh, so I worked hard at it, but it didn't do any good at all. The thing was a complete disaster. And I, I just thought, well, that's that's wonderful, because I can never go worse than this. 
I can have people throwing things at me and that's better than people being totally indifferent. So I thought from this point, everything's got to be up. And a funny thing happened at the end of it. This lady uh, came up to me afterwards and she said, oh, I know many more people would come, but such and such a speaker, a famous speaker, was in town this evening and I'm sure that's where they all went. And this one person who had come not out of grim loyalty to her, not because of perhaps mild interest in what we were doing, but uh, was still sort of an outsider. When she heard that, she said, Oh dear, you mean it was tonight? <laughs> I thought this is great. It couldn't possibly get worse than that. Well, this is what I mean about visualizing the worst thing possible, because you'll find that in every case it isn't all that bad. Nothing is absolutely bad in this world. In fact, nothing is either good or bad. Everything basically is neutral. It will seem, it will seem good or bad according to the interpretation you place on it, according to the way you react to it. But even the life of people in concentration camps, which is about as negative an experience as we can imagine, and yet some of those people came out of that experience greatly in, uh, improved by it. They became saintly, great, noble people. Because they learned under those, those times of deep, deep trial to think of other people, not of themselves. That's why you can say there's no such thing as obstacles. There are only opportunities. So fear is basically fear of the unknown. Because once you've actually lived through it, you're ready for something else. It's not, it's not that important anymore. Courage, then, is the next quality, the positive side of that. How to develop courage? Well, I think by realizing that your strength is not in things. It's inside yourself. And if you fall flat on your face again and again, you still have the strength within you as long as you're alive to get up and try once more. So don't be afraid, because whatever is, is anyway. Have the courage to accept things as they are. Don't wish them different from what they are. Have the courage to know that whatever will be, will be, if you do your best. And therefore, even if the worst thing happens and you get killed, well, we all have to die sometime. And who knows whether this world is the last we'll ever experience. But if it isn't, we won't know about it. And so in either case, if you really have the courage that comes from living right now and accepting what is, you will find that that will give you a magnetism in your leadership that will make you effective in just about anything that you try to do because it's an attitude that only proves itself sometimes but demonstrates itself constantly. A person of courage is a person of integrity. A person of courage is a person of conviction. A person of courage is a person of strength of will, of concentration, and to bring it back to what we've been talking about, a person of very strong magnetism.